lot of stuff. Take your time. <laughs> I got so much stuff. Oh, man. Um, but I went and saw Richard the Third with yeah. an all-lady cast, and it was so great. Nice. Uh, and the sound design and the lighting was so cool. It had these diagonal, like, cables strung up all over the place, and they would, like, do sounds on them that sounded like heartbeats and, like, scary Ooh. horror movie sounds. Nice. All the time, and whenever someone got executed, they would just, like, hang their head over one of the lines. Like, that's how it got cut off. Mm. Super cool. Nice. And the woman playing Richard was, like, feral and, like, badass, and it was yeah. awesome. That's freaking sweet. And uh, Margaret of Anjou was there. Nice. Of course. Of She's course. like, I hate all of you. <laughs> Let me go back to France. This, this is a terrible Your idea. Your country is garbage. You're all the worst. The curse is on you and on you and on you. I was, I was just going to say, Rich, Richard III, <laughs> if you haven't listened to War of the Roses, is uh, he's the bad guy. Uh, yeah. I mean, there are multiple bad guys, but he's the worst guy. Yeah, he's kind of like the last one, so he, he has to be like the worst one. Right. And he kills like kids. Yeah. <laughs> Child murders. It's, it's not like good. And, and kids he's related to. Like, and, yeah, his family. And uh. whether or not uh, he does it personally means nothing to me. Yeah, it's he like, orders them to be dead. He has it. They're done. like twelve. <laughs> has it done? Which is terrible because now I'm like very attracted to Richard because because <laughs> he was uh, a beautiful woman because he's like a beautiful hot woman. Yeah, <laughs> it's like ah, oh, it's awkward. But you're a child murderer. That's too bad. Like murdered kids that like, probably called him like Uncle Rich. Or, oh like, yeah, Uncle Uncle Rick. Uncle Dick the Third. Yeah, the Third Dick, worthy King of England, but you not know really. What I learned. What'd you learn from? Tom Hardy and Riz Ahmed. <laughs> yeah. Because they're in Venom, right? Uh, oh, yeah. And so they're doing the circuit together. So they went uh, on one of those, like, entertainment YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. And they, like, I literally don't know which one it is. But they were doing, like, British slang. Oh, yeah. So they were explaining it, which was adorable because more than once Tom Hardy is like, you're going to have to explain this one, Riz. I don't know what it means. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I hear people say this, and I don't know. Like, oh, I'm too old for this. It's not, yeah, it's like, I'm, of course, I should know, but I'm old. Right. Which is so funny, because I don't think he's that much older than Riz. Like, I really <laughs> doubt it. Like, I need, I need to look it up. I'm, I'm an old dad. I, but one uh, of the, one of the things they said was, um, take a Richard the Third, and it just oh. means to, like, take a dump. Okay. And they're like, yeah. Richard the Third, also known as Richard the Turd, so it's, a, it's about pooping. Richard the Turd. <laughs> I hadn't heard that one. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. That's pretty good. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Hysterical History. Poop jokes. Yeah. Right up top. Right up top. And curses, if you're an angry French mom. Mm. Like... Why am I still... I hate all of you. It's the worst. It's the worst thing that ever happened to me, and I should have had a better end than this. See, I like that you knew who she was now, and so yeah. you could be, like, excited when she's there, and you're like, yay! Yeah. It's of, Cersei. She's she, here. Of course, she's, like, in the very absolute end of her life, so she's just, oh, like, yeah. An old, old, old bitty, and she's just, woman. like, hobbling around, <laughs> yelling at people. She's like, and I hate you, and I hate you, and I hate you most of all. Everything is terrible. You killed everyone I loved. And then, and then he killed everyone you loved, so, you know, you deserved it. Whatever. <laughs> My curse worked. And Screw now, you, now England. Now everyone hates you. Screw you, England. In Bye. all of history. <laughs> Bye. We're going to talk about 
uh, more murders of ch- children. Oh. Um, That's sad. And more cool women. Yay. Yeah. Uh, did they murder children? Yeah, of oh. course they did. <laughs> That's a bummer, dude. <laughs> You know, it really brings me down when the cool people are child murderers. Uh, yeah, I mean, they were more like young adults. Oh, also, Assassin's Creed Origins, not oh, Origins, yeah. Odyssey. Uh, Odyssey came just out. came out, and I've been playing it, <laughs> and it looks very good. It's it's pretty good. Uh, like I know it's just like kind of a recycly game from mm-hmm. Origins. They're like, well, we already programmed all this, just like like all the same. It up a little bit. All the same assets. And yeah, everything. like. It's, it's an easy to make a sequel to, um, but so far I really like it. But there is, like, child murder in it pretty quickly, so yeah. if that bothers you, don't listen to this episode. Also, don't play that game. <laughs> also, history might not be for you. <laughs> yeah. Just Here's... don't go back, like, real far, and then you're probably, like, pretty safe. You know, it's it's shocking, but everyone past a certain point in history is dead. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, like, <laughs> that they died when they were children. Yes. Uh, so we're going to be talking about a woman in the early modern period, kind of Middle Ages, mm-hmm. uh, Elizabeth Bathory. You mean the Dark Ages? The, the Yeah, spooky Dark Ages. Spoopy. Yeah, because this one is, ooh, ooh for Halloween. Spoopy. Scary. Uh, and when you get a name for yourself... Uh, by how much of a flair you have for killing people mm-hmm. in the Middle Ages, it's a lot. That's impressive. That's like people who are around you hacking other humans to pieces are like, whoa, that's, you maybe you need to take a break. You're killing people like a lot. <laughs> are you, you're getting tired, my liege. <laughs> you are, you're taking this like to the extreme, my dude. It's true because in the Dark Ages, Middle Ages, and historians hate when you say Dark Ages. Right. So if you know any historians, definitely say Dark Ages in their face. A lot. Yeah. And insist. Yeah. If they try to be like, no, that's when they had dragons and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, it's on Game of Thrones. And just see their face go red. <laughs> I can only think about just, uh, like, like I was talking about in our other episode um, about Karen now. When, when mm-hmm. she was trying to get to Renaissance, and she's like, it's after the Dark Ages. <laughs> when it gets or, a little lighter. She's and... like, well, she's like, there's a time after the Dark Ages when the plague happens. And I'm like, no, that is the Dark Ages. <laughs> that is why they are called That's such. like peak Dark Age. <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the Middle Ages, it's really easy to kill people and mm-hmm. for no one to know it's you ever. Yeah. And to not know they're dead. And it's more... Like, accepted to kill people in general. Like, not, yeah. uh, you know, after a while, there will be repercussions, yeah. but there are, you know, codes in place. There are reasons you would kill someone that are acceptable to people. Right. Like, that's what dueling is. Yeah. It's like a an agreed-upon reason for two people of equal status to kill each other in public. Right. And if... I, I think if someone was doing something, like, that you deemed bad enough to you... Or that is deemed by society as, like, bad enough to you, and you killed them, then people will be like, yeah, well, maybe he shouldn't be sleeping with your wife or stealing all your stuff or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, then they'll just, like, execute you. Yeah. Like, lawfully. Yeah. But Elizabeth, she's called the Blood Countess, and much has been written about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most of it isn't true, even remotely. Ray. Uh, it's... Who is surprised? Yeah. 
just, you know, like any very interesting woman <laughs> who killed people, there's a Everything lot. There's a lot of a lie. A lot of hearsay. But especially because everyone thinks she was some kind of like blood drinking vampire. Sure. So it's it's very easy and fun to sensationalize. Right. Uh, there's only about four even remotely credible sources in English, like ever, for her. So she's weird to me. Uh, it's it's weird. Some people people like historians in general don't really care about her. Right. Because some historical figures get like the intense royal treatment. Yeah. Of just so many people caring so much about their lives that it's just like they've been written about to death. And yeah. it's not always, like, more modern people. Like, sometimes it's people way older than her. Mm-hmm. So, like, what? Like, what? Why? And I think part of it is, like, we just don't have a lot of first, you know, primary sources. That makes it hard. Uh, and then a lot of them just haven't been translated into English. Mm. Like, one of the most recent people who has translated a lot of it into English, I think her name's Catherine Kraft. Kathy Kraft? Kathy, you so crap. Uh, isn't... A professional historian. She's a hobbyist. Sure. Who happens to speak Latin and Hungarian. I was going to ask, like, what are we translating from? Hungarian in personal letters, Latin for, like, legal documents. Makes sense. So, like, some of those weren't translated until, like, to the 2000s. But Kathy Kraft, then, she's freaking doing... Doing the Lord's work, man. She's doing the Lord's work. Yeah, for fun. So just, yeah, just kind of for fun. and like what an in, angel. It's all independently published. Yeah, go, nice. go check it out. So we're going to talk. Oh, there's so much to talk about. You can just cut out whatever doesn't make it. Because there's a, there's a lot here. Uh, public opinion on whether she's guilty or not changes over time. And we're going to get into her life story. But I just want to establish that... Uh, kind of after she dies, immediately everyone's like, of course she's guilty. She's, like, mm-hmm. super definitely guilty. Right. Uh, into the more modern ages, like, you know, modern scholarship, mm-hmm. thinking, like, 1800s, 1900s. Um, Enlightenment and stuff. It, it moves to proclaiming her innocence, mm-hmm. and that peaks in the 80s and 90s, 1980s and 90s, especially in the, uh, quote-unquote, East. Mm. Uh, in Romania, Slovakia, and Hungary, sure. because of communism and the rise of sham uh, legal practices and sham uh, mm. like courts. Interesting. So people are more inclined to believe that people would set her up uh, falsely, like out of a conspiracy. Hmm. And, uh, you know, the idea of having like a local Hungarian uh, like folk hero is you know, endearing to them. Right. Uh, And that trickles into Western scholarship a little bit, but Mm. always with asterisks. Of course. So crumbling of the communist state leads to anxiety about sham trials. But these days, most people are like, she's guilty, but we're not totally sure. Like, there's probably mitigating factors. Mm. Reading as much as I could this... I tried to get a bit of all of the people who had opinions, and I'm triangulating as best I can, and I'm (laughs) still not sure. I mean, that's the best you can do. (sighs) And it's hard because we don't have a lot of physical evidence, and we never will. Right. Because the people at the time didn't bother getting physical evidence. Right. Uh, But for what it's worth, I don't think there's really any mitigating factors. I thought you were going to say, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. Whatever. 
I think she did it. She didn't do as much as people say because people... Sure. Well, like, the big famous one is that she bathed in, like... The Blood of Young Girls. Yes. And I have heard that that. was made up by a Jesuit monk who was collecting folk accounts. Okay. Like, after her death. Wait, so he made it up even though he was collecting accounts, or someone else made it up and he just wrote it down? Uh, I'd have to look it up. Okay. I think he just made it up. He probably, I mean, he's a monk. I think he made it up, like, he was collecting stories and he uh, fabricated. Sure. Because uh, no one at the time in any of the testimonies ever mentioned anything remotely like that. Yeah. So let's talk about Hungary at the time. Yay. Because it helps establish a motive. Getting into that. A little Eastern bit. Europe. Eastern Europe. Eastern e- Eastern Europe. And normally we're in left Europe. Today, right Europe. Today, right Europe. Uh, so it's Hungary. The area that we're talking about, I think, is modern-day Slovakia. Okay. But it's, uh, uh, you know. Borders change, people. Her, she, she considered herself an ethnic Hungarian. Sure. So, you know, all the borders over there from, like, before this mm-hmm. until, you know, the 1990s, it's going to be a mess. Yeah. It's, and we just have to accept it's rough. it. We and just, even now, they're like, just, they'll uh, change their name yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah. It's like, it's the Czech Republic. And then they're like, no, it's Chechnya. And I'm like, what? And then it's like something else. And then I'm like, what's, is it all the same place, though? What is what's it? What's happening? I don't want to look like a fool trying to say the current right. events. And I don't want to say the wrong name and them to be like, that's bad because that's what the old thing was called. And that's not what we say because like, that was the oppressive people. That country doesn't exist anymore. And then I'm just like, I'm sorry. I just don't know what's happening. <coughs> like um, like with uh, Burma, Myanmar. Yeah. Or Myanmar. Mm-hmm. Um, if you say Burma, then it's like, we think this regime is terrible. That's our protest is calling where right. we live Burma. Right. And, as, you know, I'm assuming I would prefer to call it Burma because they have a dictator. But technically, that's not their name. Yeah. So it's confusing. Technically, it's not Vespucci land. <laughs> However, mm-hmm. I, uh, I choose to call it that. <laughs> what did I want to say? Object. There it is. You object to what? To to it not being called Vespucci Land. Oh, that's fair. I, my brain was like, you eject. Like, no. I eject I, to it. I reject. <laughs> what do you reject? Rejected. Mm. Shut up, brain. Anyway, in the early modern period, early modern period, Hungary is doing pretty well for itself. It uh, has pretty good communication with the rest of Europe. It's right in the middle of the breadbasket of Europe along with Poland. It has good, rich mineral wealth. So the trade with other countries keeps it kind of on the up and up. That's all the good things. Um, Then around like 50 years before Elizabeth is born, there's a lot of anti-feudalist uprisings among all the peasants across Hungary. And it don't go well. Uh, never. It goes think. really bad, mm. uh, super bad, uh, and it's all a complete failure. And it helps inspire the passing of the Hungarian Legal Code of 1517, which took the Golden Bull, which is the Hungarian Magna Carta, and kind of expands on the rights of nobility and the king, and completely slashes all rights of the peasantry. 
Bye. So they're getting spanked yeah, real hard. It's never good when you have an uprising or like a fight mm-hmm. or like a war to immediately punish the people who are attacking you. Yeah. That yeah. was like our problem with Germany in World War One, yeah. And then it makes World War Two. happen. Yeah. And so it's not good. Don't do that. It, it super sets the stage for nobility who are of the mind of like, serfs are just resources and we can kill them if we want to. Right, like serfs are slaves <clears throat> because... They, they are. They really are. Right. I mean, it's like the technical definition, I feel like mm. we should say with serfs is like you are indebted to the Lord that you're serving, but like eventually you can pay it off and like probably you can like he'll give you like some land or something of your own and then eventually like you can work out of it and then become a a normal. Yeah. And serfs in Hungary, right, uh, have they're uh, treated like slightly better, at least in uh, the rights they theoretically have like yeah i'm like hedging this a lot uh like they're allowed to leave the manor of one lord and go to another one if they want okay but they're still a serf and the law is really bad everywhere Mm -hmm. and they're not treated well yeah so right it's not them it's it's very close to being a slave yeah it's and it's it's, just the idea that you could actually work out of it right and the only difference right and peasants aren't treated any better so if you're a peasant or a serf it's like one of them (laughs) you're it's all a slave caste and a lot of like there's a lot of benefits in some ways to being a serf over being a free peasant anyway yeah which is scary but true and the uh theoretical benefit is that you know the lords are supposed to protect you and stuff Mm -hmm. but at this point they're just being punished yeah because they wanted more rights and no one wants peasants to have rights yeah keep them down baby it gets worse uh every from here on out every stage of this is going to be and then it gets worse fun um by the 1520s 1530s hungary is falling behind the rest of europe yeah Uh, hard times are happening because they're having trouble taking advantage of all the new world wealth that's coming in. Yeah, they are they landlocked? They're landlocked. They're yeah. they're very landlocked. That's rough. Uh like if you're I around I always forget who's farther north. I think it's Belarus is up here above them. Yeah, uh yeah, like Poland and Yeah. Like they have some river access. No. But the real problem is that it doesn't even matter if they have access to the sea as much. It's that their main exports are wheat and minerals. Mm -hmm. And now the rest of Europe has corn, potatoes, and an outside source for gold, silver, and copper. Right. So they can trade locally and keep prices artificially high. But they can't trade with anybody else and make any money. Well, that's not going to work. It's going to be really bad. Yeah. At the same time, Hungary has to worry about uh, invasion by the Ottoman Empire. Mm. They have to worry. Uh, in one of those battles, their king dies. He's only 20. He doesn't leave any heirs. Oh, no. This leads to civil war, a foreign territorial war at the same time. Oh, gosh. Eventually leading to Habsburg annexation and partitioning of the country into three parts. I mean, so at this point, Habsburgs are doing pretty good. Yeah. So that might be the best thing that could happen to you. Well, it it's the best thing that happens to one-third of it. Yeah. Mm. Kind of. It's all bad. So, like, to put it in perspective, by the time the Reformation gets to Hungary, they don't even really care. By the 1500s, <clears throat> why is your king going to battle? 
Stay at home, doofus. <laughs> That's not your job. Uh, he's 20 and he's stupid. Gosh. Uh, You're they, the one who ruined this. I get, like, they, they're... Uh, I blame you. For about 300 years, the Hungarians uh, have a elected monarchy. Sure. So it's not as bad as it could be. Right. But I, I, I just really need to talk about Hungary in an episode because it gets... It gets so wild. Hungry is wild, it, yeah. It gets so out of control. It's funny because earlier when you you mentioned Hungary and then you were talking about royalty, I mm-hmm. was like, is that Habsburgs over there? Um, but I didn't want to ask because I was like, no, they're like Austria. And then now you're like, and now the Habsburgs take over. And I'm it, like, perfect. It eventually becomes the uh, Austro-Hungarian yes. Empire. Right. At the moment, uh, Habsburgs are just kind of poking their head in. They're just like, hey, we're just checking on you. How's yeah. stuff going? And uh, if you become king of Hungary after all this is done, then you're like, I don't know, like a, like a minor royalty for the Holy Roman oh, Emperor sure. or something. You're like the next in line or something. Actually, I'm just going to go into this because okay. it's really exciting and see it. it has nothing really to do with Elizabeth do except it. that it's like... This is how completely weird the country is right now. Yeah, they're just having a time. Uh, so their young king dies in the battle against the Ottoman Empire, age 20, no kids. Does he have a name? Uh, Louis II. Louis II. Louis. Yeah. Uh, it's probably, you know, something else in Hungarian, but... Sure. One of the one main resources I was using had, you know, Englishified names yeah. throughout. Anglicanized. Yeah. So their king dies against um, in a battle against the Ottoman Empire. They just lose terribly. I mean, yeah, they don't sound like they got a lot of good stuff going it's on. Not, it's not. Generally, the Ottoman Empire yeah. at this point is having a good time. Yeah. Uh, so they have a, a diet that of uh, the nobles that elects kings. Mm. Uh, however, due to really oh, yeah. a diet, a diet, diet. I don't know how to say it. Uh, it's it, just when you said it, I didn't know what's happening. <laughs> Yes. Right. So due to really complicated, like, rules and loopholes and people not communicating, they end up electing two kings completely legally. Oh. And like, uh, I, I just want to say a diet or a diet is, uh, like, parliament, basically. Yeah. Uh, like a group of... Similar. Yeah. People who get together and make decisions. Yeah. Noblemen who get a vote over stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool. So one of them but is... But they, they have a two-pope situation? They have a two-pope situation. With kings? With kings. Oh, and if there's anything kings hate more than anything else in the entire world, it's having another king at the same time as them. That's what popes hate, too. Yeah. They, anyone <laughs> I mean, know. Yeah. It's the worst. So one it's of like them... become president, and then they're like, just kidding, also this guy. And also like, this guy's what? here. What? No. What do we do? I guess we should try to kill each other. Yeah. One of them is do. named John, or well, it's, I mean, he's John of Transylvania. Oh. And the other one is Ferdinand I of uh, Habsburgs. He's a Habsburg okay. prince who has a claim because he's the 20-year-old dead king's brother-in-law. Okay. So, you know, Habsburgs. That's not terrible. They're all about that, like, marrying in. Oh, yeah. So this is that's how he's getting his they claim They have so in. many babies, and mm-hmm. then they just send them across the entirety of Europe. And right. then everyone's related. So this is where the civil war breaks out. They're also... That's fair. They're still at war, like, with the Ottoman Empire at the same time, I think. Oh. Uh, so Transylvania John is buckling under all of the Habsburg resources mm-hmm. because Ferdinand's brother is the Holy Roman Emperor Charles V. 
And he has a ton of money and a ton of German dues right. and just send down. And it's terrible. Bye. So John flees to Poland and signs a treaty with the Ottomans to get him money and troops to fight Ferdinand. Whoa. Crazy. <laughs> what? Wait. Crazy. So the Ottomans are in Poland? Nope. Uh, the idea <laughs> is that he'll attack from the north, the Ottomans will come up from the bottom, and they'll just squish him. Okay. Fight on two fronts. What do the Ottomans get out of this? What are they trying to do in the first place? Uh, they get Hungary out of it. Hungary becomes a vassal state. Oh, and he's just going to be in charge. Yeah. Like a puppet. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that's John. So they're, they're stealing it from the Habsburgs. Yeah, they just oh. don't want the Habsburgs to get it. That's fair. It's crazy. So the first decade of being the sole ruler of Hungary, because John has fled to Poland, he's not there anymore, mm-hmm. Ferdinand has to deal with the Ottomans on one hand and John on the other. But in 1538, both kings secretly sign a treaty. <laughs> what? With each other. <laughs> establishing that whether or not John has a son, Ferdinand will be considered his legal heir and get everything after he dies, including the kingdom. So John's pulling like a freaking gambit here. He's trying. He just wants to be king so bad. Yeah. He doesn't even care if it's like his kids. Right. He doesn't He's just care. Like anything to get me in there. And it works for both of them because Ferdinand can stop fighting because everything that John gets is going to be his anyway. Right. He he's just going to inherit it. Uh, and because except for then it becomes an Ottoman thing, right? Um. I don't think Ferdinand had any... Right. I don't think he knows. Or, like, has any, like... Care. Care. Okay. Because that's John's agreement. He doesn't care. Sure. He doesn't care what John agreed to do. what John does. John of Transylvania is a schmuck. Whatever he wanted to do is his biz. Also, my freaking what, his brother is like the uh, the Holy Roman Empire. Uh, Ferdinand's is, yeah. Yeah. So he's like, whatever, my brother's in charge of everything. Whatever. After a while, I'm going to get all of Hungary. <laughs> he's going to kick you out anyway. It's not a big deal. Uh, but because everything gets worse. Yeah. Nine. Um, uh, let me see. I don't know how long it is after that treaty. But John goes and has a son. Mm, not good. And then nine months after that, he dies. Hmm. Because he's a dick. Now Ferdinand has to kill a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so trans, all the Transylvania nobles and John's wife, his widow, are like, the son is the king, John II. Nope. And they crown him king. And Ferdinand's like, no. But Ferdinand has a... Well, do, they, do the people know about their agreement? Because you said it was secret, right? Oh, I'd have to look. Like, because I'm, I'm curious if, if, if he's like, they're like, this is the king. And it's like the baby and the crown is like falling I was like around its waist because it's a baby. And then Ferdinand like busts in the door and he's like, I'm king. Me. Check this out. Sucker. You signed the paperwork. I have a contract. You signed it. And I brought a contract lawyer to prove it. <sighs> but uh, it's extra sketchy because even John II's people are like, so that deal with the Ottomans, you didn't actually make that with us, so we're going to back out of that deal, too. I mean, that's fair. That's true. So everyone's mad at everyone, and that's when Hungary just splits in three. Mm. So the central bit of Hungary becomes Ottoman territory. The Principality of Transylvania becomes John II's. Okay. And there's a part called Royal Hungary, which is Ferdinand's, which is the kind of Habsburg 
section. Well, there you go. Compromise. <laughs> no compromise. Just cut the baby into three pieces <laughs> and everybody gets a piece. I know. And this, it's like three mothers are like, but we all want the baby. It's like, well, we could cut it in three. And they're like, that's fine. Oh, yeah. I only wanted the middle part Perfect. Anyway. We just wanted, you were the only one that had a sharp enough axe. Yeah, thanks. So, Elizabeth. <laughs> right. Elizabeth. So, uh, mid-1500s, this is the state of the country, and it's, like, getting, just go, going downhill very quickly. Yeah. But the first part of her life is very pleasant, um, relatively stable. That's good. She's uh, born in August 1560, lived in Royal Hungary. Her family is one of the uh, so oldest. So she lives in, in the part that the Habsburg zone? Yeah. Okay. So I'm assuming that's the westernmost part. Probably. Uh, yeah, like kind of we- west, west, north. Because then it will touch Austria, actually. I think I assume that's yeah. the part they want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't want like the way east part that's like right. almost Russia. <laughs> yeah, like the the Transylvania bit that's yeah. over the little Carpathians or like no, Carpathians. No, 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 no. I don't know. So her her family's one of like the big old money dynasties. Okay. So she's like a very important she's basically like she's, a prin- she's like a princess. Mm, her that's good. her nephew slash cousin uh is gonna be king of Poland oh, at some point. Like that's when, great. when when she's alive just because of how the inbreeding works. Right. It's um yeah. See, and the, the thing about inbreeding is, like, obviously not only bad because of, like, your kids have horrible de- diseases and die, yeah. but then also, like, all of this claim business becomes very uh, complicated, difficult. It's very loopy. Because, like, normally, you know, it'd be like, oh, the closest person, and then you're going to have, like, eight people who are exactly the same distance. Yeah. And it's like, well, whoops. She was Protestant and had a good noble classical upbringing lots of greek and latin and horseback riding and playing dress up that's what you're supposed to do uh a lot of people like to sensationalize her youth and say oh she was uh, coldly treated and her brother was like a sadist and her aunt was a witch of course um no evidence of any of this her aunt was a woman so she was a witch right she was apparently a witch murderous bisexual which i'm like Apart from the murder part, that sounds great. Hot. I know. <laughs> Take awesome. me away. <laughs> so they, uh, because nobles in Hungary, and I assume, I don't really know the legal standing of nobles and what taxes they have to pay in the rest of the world at this time, but in, <laughs> hung- they? in Hungary, they don't have to pay taxes on their land. So Perfect. being at war, they rack up even more wealth. It's just money flooding in. Well, I mean, yeah, if you if you aren't being taxed on your land, you just throw all that cash into buying more land. Right. Just pump all your money into land. It's great. That's brilliant. She's married at 14 and her husband's like 19. Uh they they seem pretty uh compatible. Sure. Don't seem like there's anything like super weird. But they're not like they don't love each other. Uh, I mean, they seem fine. Uh, his his parents loved each other, like, a whole lot. They had cute yeah. little pet names That's for each other. That's what I'm saying. Like, there are royals who, like, are in love, and it's, like, super cute. And then there are royals who are like, it, you're cool. No, they this were... This works. Yeah, they were more, like, just typical. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, that's better than like, I really don't like this person Right, at all. this is the worst thing ever. Why did you do this to me? Their life is predictably very wealthy and privileged. They're in touch with the Renaissance kind of bleeding in through Europe because, you know, they're in the royal Hungary, which yeah. has access to Vienna and all that art coming through. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. When the Ottomans start invading again, her husband goes off and becomes a national hero in Hungary. Nice. He's one of those people that are like, wow, you really like killing humans a lot. Mm. Uh, the He picks up a special torture technique that we know from Vlad the Impaler before him. Oh, no. Also from the Ottomans. Oh, uh, no. And they called him the Black Knight of Hungary. Scary. So he was, uh, he really liked killing people. That's not nearly as funny as the Black Knight of Monty Python and the Monty Holy Grail. <laughs> I'll bite your legs off. <laughs> Just a scratch. Or the Black Knight. Who who is in that movie? Martin Sheen. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's a person. Martin Short. Martin Lawrence. Uh, something. I don't know. I have to Google it. Like it's that one that's basically like a Yankee in King Arthur's court, but it's a Black Knight who yeah. time travels. It's awesome. I want to say Martin Lawrence. I was Martin, right. Martin hey. something. Yeah, Martin. Who's Martin, Martin Sheen? Hold on. <laughs> Martin Sheen. No idea. Is that even oh, a- he's, a, he's a person. Okay, I mean, of course... It's- Ramon Gerard Antonio Estevez, also known as Martin Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it had to be someone. That doesn't mean it's, like, a he's, person. Uh, what Were you in a movie I know? Hold on. I mean, looking at him, he's an old white dude who's apparently an actor. Okay. Show me his movies. Why won't it load? Oh, he's he's Charlie Sheen's dad. Oh, I mean, it makes sense. Sure. There you go. Martin. Um, now you know. He's from the West Wing. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. And yeah, uh, he's sure. in The Departed. Uh, yeah, right. These are his known fours. I knew. Uh, Apocalypse Now. I knew that. From 79. Yeah. And Badlands. Of course. From 73. So the war is... Of course, hugely profitable. It's so profitable for the Bathory family that they end up loaning the king money for the war effort. (laughs) That's how you know you've made it. They loan the Habsburgs money, like a huge loan, like so big they never end up paying it back. Wow. Uh, and That's like, like almost the equivalent of like loaning the Medici's money. Yeah. It's like, what? War is very expensive, of course. It's true. We do know this. But it's very impressive. It's not expensive for everybody. <laughs> for yeah. some people, it's good. Uh, but some people point to that as one of the sources for conspiracy around her arrest. Oh, because they gave them such a large sum uh, of money. Like they gave them money, so then the king would want like to get like get rid of them. Sure. But I'll get into that and why that isn't really a viable conspiracy. Okay. But the husband, uh, Franz Francis. Did like bother? Is his like, name Franz Francis? No, Franz. Okay. <laughs> it, it's Anglicanized like Franz or Francis. Okay. Uh, you were saying like slash, but I thought you were saying his name was Franz Francis. Franz Francis. Franz, like, Franz 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 Franz. Oh Franz. no, that's terrible. It's like I had a teacher in community <laughs> you know? college whose name was Pat Patterson, and I was like, yeah. "Don't do this. Mm, not like this. This is mean. That's terrible." 
Why do you do? It's really bad. So first part of her life is pretty rosy. But uh, her her she hus- gets older, like all of us. Yeah, and it goes her, to crap. Her husband gets some kind of weird disease or something mm. off fighting, and he dies. One in, of those foreign diseases. One of those foreign diseases, probably, probably. or maybe just who knows? Syphilis. Yeah, it's syphilis. <laughs> it's always syphilis. <laughs> uh, so the. Hungary keeps getting progressively more cut off, and the war is, like, cycling it down the drain of chaos and instability. And then her husband dies, and then her brother dies, like, the year after that. So mm-hmm. she lacks, like, all the war treasure that her husband is sending home. And then she also is cut off from her family fortune. Yikes. Because uh, all, the, all the money gets inherited to, like, a distant cousin. Ugh. So she can't touch it anymore. It's terrible. She has to start making do with local crops and wines and just basically just, like, the farming noble life. And that's not going to work because we already said earlier that they can't make no money no more. Right. She starts filling the social void with new friends, including one Anna Dervula. We don't know a lot about her except she was from Croatia and had a reputation as a witch. And according to the Uh-oh. testimonies from Elizabeth's other housemates, was the one who taught Elizabeth how to beat and torture girls to death. Oh. Because she needed to be taught. Right. Uh, about I think I can just figure it out. Right. Like, torturing servants, especially, especially female ones, was common practice in the house prior to her husband's death. Right. Well, and I was just going to say, like... First of all, mm-hmm. it's not that hard to figure out how to torture someone. Right. Just if you think about it for like a couple minutes. Right. Uh, second of all, her, wasn't her husband like a freaking master torture man? I mean, even... Like, if someone taught her, it was probably him. Even more importantly, they don't consider it torture. Right. It's just punishing your servants. But, like, if someone was going to teach her, like, wouldn't it be her husband who's right. learning, like, foreign torture methods? And, in fact, he's the one who's... Uh, we think the kind of calming hand to who's, her, yeah, Ooh, who's like that's exciting, <laughs> stopping her from like going too far mm. because that's, that's kind of how Delphine Delory is, right? Like she seems worse than her husband. It's very Delphine Delory. Yeah. So Francis apparently taught uh, his wife a technique to rouse servants, mm. you know, to kind of get them up and bustling, yeah. that involved rolling pieces of oiled paper between their toes and lighting the paper on fire. Oh, so that just, they start burning, so they yeah. wake up. so, you know, their feet burn. That's cool. Uh, That's going to make them productive if their feet are burned and they can't walk. And it's totally acceptable to beat and harass and, you know, we would call it torture. Yeah. They would not consider it torture because torture is, like, almost... Uh, I mean, at the point, it is a legal implementation right. that, like, judges use. And get, there, get there are rules do, about it. Yeah. You get them to do what you want them to do, mm-hmm. however you need to do it. Right. It's like, uh, you know, like training a horse or something. Yeah. Yeah. They, they should know better, and, and if not, you got to push them. Yeah. Uh, but they don't, like, die with any regularity until after he dies. Oh, so they're just like living natural, normal-ish lives for being servants, and then her husband leaves, and suddenly they're just disappearing left and right? It escalates a lot. Mm. A lot. Weird. (laughs) To the point uh, where serfs and peasants won't send their girls to the house anymore. 
Oh. Uh, like, they, there are so many rumors about death and the poor treatment that they just stop. And so it's, it's a, only young women she's doing this to? Yeah, pretty much only young women. I mean, that's pretty standard as far as, like, serial killers go. Mm-hmm. It's like, mostly you kill people your same gender or, like, people you're... I guess a lot of times people, like, it's the gender you're attracted to, so... Uh, that's not true. But hers, don't, that doesn't sound very sexual. For her, it's just who's available. That's, yeah, and obviously young females may be more available. Right, you know, the maids, the seamstresses, the people that yeah. attend to, like, her makeup and her, you know, cleaning up the rooms and yeah. stuff, which aren't going to be men no. most of the time, so the people that... Happen to be there are just the ones that happen to die. Well, and mostly women also kill children. And I'm assuming yeah. they are, most of them aren't adults. They're adults. Are they adults? Oh, okay. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're just young adults. They're young adults. Okay. Yeah. Like I would say, like, oh, you're killing like teenagers. Those are like kids, but for the time they're. Right. But, but I mean, as far as we're concerned, they're probably children. They're like 14 to 16 somewhere. Well,. I'd say like 14 to 20 or so. Okay. Because uh, after... 20-year-olds are children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. 20s, 20s a, a bit old, honestly. Because like yeah. by, I don't know, by like 11 to 14, you should be like going out and getting married if you're right. if you're a noble. I don't really know what the... It is for serfs, yeah. I don't really know what it is for serfs. They probably let you be older. Uh, but eventually she opens a finishing school of sorts oh, to no. teach manners to le- uh, daughters of uh, lesser nobility. Yikes. Uh, because she runs out of peasants. That's terrible. So the Well, ki- and they like probably know her name and stuff, too. So they're like, oh, that'll be good. Um, or do they already think she's a bad news bears? They don't know at first. Uh, but after a while, like the daughters like stop coming home. Right. Uh, and Elizabeth won't release the bodies. Hmm. <laughs> she won't give the bodies. That's not back. normal. And when all the servants disappeared, she said it was for uh, disease. They were just getting sick. Sure. Which at the time, a lot of plague, a lot of yeah. like sickness. So understandable, and, I guess. And they're like they're servants. People don't care that much. Yeah, people don't care. It's not murder to kill servants. No. It is murder to kill nobles. Yes, young noble women. Uh, however, the the issue is that she changes her story, ah. and she says that uh, one of the girls goes crazy, kills all the other girls before killing herself, but she still won't give the bodies back. Right, like that's a good story if you staged it right yeah. and you weren't holding their bodies hostage. Yeah. The uh, the king at the time, which is King Matthias, they've gone through sure kings since uh, Ferdinand. Yeah, he is receiving complaints from the other nobles, and he sends a George Thurzo to investigate the rumors. What a weird complaint! Like you think of all the things that people are gonna come to you. Like like I always think of the room when you're king and you're sitting on your throne and the peasants are like, <laughs> no, right, and like yeah. telling you the problems of the village or whatever. Yeah. And someone's like, and of course, you know, he's over, like, a large swath of land, so he's not hearing peasant stuff. He's hearing, like, summaries from other people who are listening. Right. And he gets like, they're like, yeah, so, you know, it's like, these people are like, oh, I'm not making enough money for my crops or whatever. Mm -hmm. And these people are like, oh, part of our village burned down. We need some money to rebuild it. Yeah. And these people are like, these people keep stealing my sheep or something. Yeah. And then it's like, this lady won't give us our daughter's bodies back. (laughs) 
I'm like, what? We don't know what happened to our kids. Ooh. And it's weird. Like she says they're dead and we haven't seen them and she won't give us the corpses. And it keeps happening. And I'm like, what? I have to think he's like, it, what in the hell? It keeps happening. So he, he sends... What? He sends this guy and... He picks a boy and he says, go. Yeah, he picks a guy. Uh, this guy knew Elizabeth's husband. Okay. And ordinarily, if this happened today, I would say, like, that is a extreme case of conflict of interest. Right. You should not send that man. Right. Because he, he basically swore to the husband when he died. That he'd, like, take care of uh, them. Yeah, that he would, like, take care of yeah. the family. He would look after the estate if anything should happen to them. Right. But he's the one who sent to the village... And this isn't, uh, this isn't even like a crime investigation at this right. point. He's just gathering evidence to see if there is even a need for yeah, a trial. Something to worry about. Yeah, just gathering information. Uh, no, uh, so no bodies were ever released. He goes in the spring of sixteen ten, uh, and he questions all the villagers around Elizabeth's castle mm. thoroughly. Uh, all they find are rumors. Like, there's no, like, mass grave. He doesn't find a whole bunch of people with, like, scars on their faces or right. something. Uh, but there are a a lot of uh, rumors. Yeah. There's, like, 300 or so testimonies. Wow. Uh, most uh, damning of all was a letter from the local pastor sent uh, to the king reporting that he had found the bodies of nine girls between the castle and his chapel. Buried uh, somewhat hastily, mm. and I think um, the the idea is that once she got far enough along in her habit, the people she was using to get rid of the bodies just started getting lazy. Well, that's fair. Uh, like there, there's a a tale somewhere that like dogs d- dug up one of the bodies like when one of her kids was visiting was just going around with a hand in its mouth. Oh. It's like, "Oh, don't worry about that." Gross. You know, peasants die, lose yeah, hands. Whatever. So, he's been asked to look after the family and there's all these rumors and it's very um troubling. He's like, "Why did I promise him that just because he was dying?" Yeah. Stupid. And at this point, we get to him kind of brokering deals with the family. Mm -hmm. And some say this is him being Machiavellian, and others, uh, he's doing it because it's just the easiest, simplest way to uh, get her out of the picture quickly and keep the family from just exploding. Sure. And, like, not, like, taking all their wealth and their titles away. Uh, because if she's found guilty, they're going to behead her. Right. Uh, they just are. Killing peasants isn't, uh, a crime. Yeah. Killing nobles is murder. Right. And that's mass murder. And that's... Or serial it's, killing. It's a lot. Uh, but George, there is a rights to her son and sons-in-law telling them what he's found. Uh, some of the letters have been lost, but the solution they end up agreeing to is that they'll send Elizabeth to a convent and just try her accomplices. The family won't get in the way as long as she's not included in the proceedings. So they agree. They're like, do whatever you need to do. As long as she's not put on trial, we're cool with it. Uh, she's going to be around so many nuns and like 
<laughs> little girls becoming nuns. No. She, she never makes it to a convent. I know, but I'm just imagining if she did. Ooh. And she's Protestant, so it's like, it's kind of weird that they would even like. Send her to a convent. Convent anyway, which might have been part of the reason why they didn't ultimately. Do they have Protestant convents? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, so none of this is strictly legal. As a noble, she's entitled to a trial. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a denial of her rights as a noble. But it's, you know, kind of aristocratic exceptionalism. Like, yeah. we know you're probably going to be found guilty and doing this is going to be terrible for your family. So we're just not going to take you to trial. Making a deal is how you keep the yeah. peace. Uh, Everyone's happy. Most of the victims weren't really human anyway. Yeah. To be honest. Uh, So they have one last move on her. On Christmas Eve, Thurzo, the king, and several others join her for uh, a celebration at her castle. Cool. She's having a party. Having a party. She knew what they wanted to talk about. What else would they want to talk about? Baby Jesus. (laughs) Uh, she had procured written statements from peasant mothers about how the kids had just died of illness and nothing else. She came with evidence. Which uh, which wasn't admissible anyway. Sure, but like, still it's ballsy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot. Yeah. Which, it's interesting. Like, legally, peasants, um, like, words don't count for much. Right. Because you can bribe them. Right. They're, it's like, I mean, I guess it's not the super similar, but it's kind of like jailhouse snitches. Right, right. It's like, well, they're going to get something out of it, so you can't just trust them. Uh, behind the scenes, she'd also written to her cousin, the King of Poland, mm. seeing if she could get out of the country real quick in a hurry. Snip, snap. Because mm. uh, she's going to want to flee if it gets nasty. Sure. Uh, it's did he just say no or what? Um, I think I think he's he would have been fine with it, but for some reason she just didn't flee. I was gonna say like at this time it's not that hard to flee. Yeah, like she could have if Nobody's she wanted gonna to. Know. Uh, she wouldn't have had the assistance of her family. Yeah, she would have had to do it all on her own. But uh, it just, mm. I just wouldn't. I mean, it know. doesn't seem like she super knows how to do that. Right. And I don't think she's that worried at this point. Like, she knows uh, it's bad, but she might, she just might not be worried enough. She just thinks she's going to be okay. Right. Like, she'll just weasel out of it some yeah. other way. Uh, it's we'll possible fine. at that dinner there's an attempt to poison everyone. Uh, but uh, all that happens is that both of the men get sick, so we're not well, sure. Then you should say you didn't try to poison her. <laughs> right. Over dinner, they confront her with all the rumors and ask her if they're true. And she tries doing the whole, like, oh, no, everyone just got sick. And mm-hmm. she's not involved. And they keep pressing. And finally, she gets so upset that she has to leave the table. Uh-huh. Uh, not and a good sign. I'll say, of course, it's possible that Thurzo is lying, that the king is lying, that all of this is, like, fabricated evidence. Sure. Um, it's possible, of course, that every primary source of all of history is lying, and it's all just a story, and we just happen to get all the lies. That's true. Sometimes it scares me. But this is what we're told. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is from Thurzo's accounts. On the 29th, like five days later, he returns with a squad of soldiers, uh, Elizabeth's son-in-laws, and, like, the priest and her son's 
uh, like guardian. Because once the husband dies, the son is technically the count. Okay. And she can't be right. his guardian anymore. Sure. Uh, the report says uh, there was no resistance on entering the castle, but they can't find Elizabeth at first. Mm. And they have to search the castle. And eventually, the only place left to search is the dungeon. Yay! I was going to say basement. <laughs> you gotta go dungeon is to the better. scary basement. Oh, spoopy. All the way down. Ooh, ghosts. On the way down, they find a body left in the hallway. It's a girl, and she's been beaten to death. Okay. <laughs> like, very recently? Yeah. Okay. Like, recently. For, like... For some reason, I thought it was like she just was so lazy now that it had been there for like weeks and she's just like, whatever. Like, possibly. Or like years. Recent enough that they can tell that she's been beaten to death. Sure. I guess. So she's not like super decayed or anything. Right. It's not just like a skeleton. Yeah. Uh, in the dungeon itself, they find Elizabeth's three personal servants. Cleaning the mess up from a more recent session, like one that's happening right now. Oh, great. They're arrested. They're all arrested on site, and luckily the victim is found to just be barely clinging to life. Hmm. Uh, Eventually, they find Elizabeth Bathory as well, and she's put under house arrest. Nice. The best summary of her crimes, based on witness testimony, is a long, long quote. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see, how allegations of how these girls were being tortured and killed. Washed with and made to roll in nettles, pins stuck into their lips and under the fingernails, needles jammed into their shoulders and arms, floggings on the breasts while held in chains, their arms, hands and abdomens scorched with burning irons, chunks of flesh wrenched from their back with pliers, noses, lips, tongues, and fingers pierced with needles, mouth forced shut with clamps, Flesh cut out of buttocks and from between the shoulders, then cooked and served back to them. Flesh and private parts sent with candles, knives plunged into arms and feet, hands crushed and maimed, fingers cut off with scissors, red hot pokers, shoved into orifices, Uh. bodies beaten to death with cudgels, lashings until flesh from the bones, and girls made to stand naked in the cold, doused with water, or submerged up to their necks in icy rivers until they died. It's a lot. And that's, like, uh, a lot of variants. So clearly she's just, like, having fun. It's, it's, it's like, whatever like, works. Like, the yeah. one the one with the ice, people are like, oh, she was, uh, you know, is, you know, it's really evil and bad. It's like, it happened on the road. Mm-hmm. So it was a servant who was complaining about being tired and cold and thirsty, and she didn't have any of her toys with her, so she dunked the person in the river Right. And took them out, and they froze to death. Sure. You know, she she really likes these ironic punishments. Right. Poetic justice. It's it's like being in hell all the time. Yeah. Like, whatever you do, whatever Dante's terrible, like, Inferno. tiny little sin you commit to her is, like, the way you're going to get punished. Mm-hmm. So there's a... Classy. Let me see. I have, like, a list of them. So much. There's just, like, so much torture. It's it's so crazy. Uh, let me see. So she discovered that a girl had stolen a pear. Um, the thief was stripped, tied to a tree in the courtyard, covered in honey, then left in the sun to be stung and bitten by insects. 
But since this happened when Francis was still alive, she it was unlikely that she died from it. He would have stopped it. Right. So, you know, so it was in the code of domestic service punishment. Yeah. There's one where she hands a couple of uh, potato biscuits to a servant, mm. and the servant is so hungry they eat one. And she discovers this, and she takes the other biscuit, and she heats it up till it's on fire, and she forces the girl to eat it. Oh. When it's still on fire. Cool. Really cool. There's a high focus kind of on her her vanity, I suppose. Mm-hmm. She tends to punish seamstresses and her makeup girls uh, more than others. Yeah. Like, that's why there's so much, like, needle pricking. Makes sense. If they tear something in her dress, you get the needles. Well, and you specifically said, like, lips and stuff, too. Which is interesting. Because, like, fingernails, I understand, is because it hurts a lot. Mm -hmm. But, like, lips. Right. That's probably a vanity thing. Uh, One of the eyewitnesses, he uh, saw her, with his own eyes, saw the, quote, mistress took a shoemaker's daughter... Uh, stripped her naked and in this way cruelly tormented her by taking a knife and beginning with the fingers, shoved the knife into both arms and thereafter flogged the girl and then held a burning candle to her hands until they were burned and singed, torturing her until her life ended. Oh. It's like, oh, you work with your hands? That's how you're going to die. Goodbye. That's how you die. Elizabeth is never brought to trial. They lock her up in a suite of rooms uh, in her house, and she dies at the age of 54, probably due to heart failure. Mm. She's buried in the village. The villagers are like, hell no. And so they relocate her to uh, some undisclosed location. Nice. But Do we know where it is? Um, I don't think so. Oh, mystery I don't think we do. Grave. So it's a hidden grave of the vampire countess. How exciting. There's a lot to unpack about Elizabeth. Sure. No evidence she had children out of wedlock. I said before she wasn't, cr- like, raised by a cruel, abusive mm-hmm. family, we don't think. Uh, she didn't sell off children to the Turks sewn up in a horse's stomach and left there to die. Like, some of these rumors are just so much it's like she was a terrible person and she tortured and killed a lot of people Mm -hmm. but uh i don't think it was quite as it wasn't this right it wasn't like like, it wasn't a bathtub full of blood when someone's already so terrible why must you continue to exaggerate right well i feel like the bathtub of blood thing specifically is like to make her, it'd be like, she's obsessed with youth and vanity, like, right. because she's a woman. Yeah, womanly vanity. So it's all vanity. about her looks. It's all womanly vanity. And it's like, no, she was vain, so she freaking poke them a lot. Some, uh, the number you'll see thrown about is 650 it's girls killed. One witness suggested she had seen a book with that number in it, but that okay. book was never found. It's, like, was never seen again. That was one person. Right. Uh, she was charged, uh, you know, semi-officially with 80. Yeah. So that's That's much more reasonable. That's what's on the books. Uh, and that seems to be more kind of where people were when they were giving their testimonies. Testimony, yeah. Uh, you know, somewhere between, like, 55 and, like, 90. Yeah. Which is that's, still, like, a freaking lot of people. That's a lot, but, like, that's actually doable. 650 <laughs> people. That's so many people. It's so, like, specific. That's way too, too many people. Like, you got to 649, you're like, one more. 
Like, the only person I can think of that, like, off the top of my head who I know, like, specifically killed that many people personally... Right. ...was there's, like, this, um... There was this, like, nurse or doctor Mm -hmm. in Japan when, like, they had some really... I think it was, like, during wartime, Mm -hmm. like, during, like, one of the world wars. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, during World War II, probably. And they had, like, really strict laws about that you couldn't get abortions. Right. And so... There was a woman who was like, if you come here and have your baby... But, like, people also couldn't afford to take care of children. Right. So they get pregnant, and then they can't have an abortion, and they can't afford a child Mm because they're already starving themselves. Yeah. And then the lady's like, just leave your kid here, and I'll take care of them. And she's like, you know, pay me money, and then I'll take care of your kid. Right. Um, Oh, bad idea. Everything's terrible. Right. And then, obviously, she was killing those kids. Mm -hmm. But, like... I don't know, there's debate on her, I, I can't remember her name, but there's debate specifically about whether or not she really did try to, like, take care of many, as many of those kids as she could, and it's just, like, they didn't have the resources, and that's why she's asking for money. Right. Uh, or if she just wanted money and then was just killing the kids and didn't care. There's interesting but. theories because uh, with Elizabeth, she did have uh, kind of war... Um, you know, effort, like, assistance to uh, women and, like, rape survivors from the Ottomans. Okay. So some of the uh, more extreme sympathetic uh, fictional renditions of her will have her, like, oh, I mean, she is covered in blood, but that's just because she is trying to give them an abortion. Uh-huh. And then the men get, come in and they're all angry with her. And they're like, hey, you're torturing them. And you're killing all these girls. It's like, oh, but she saves girls too. Doesn't matter. Uh, I've, it's no. not life for life equalizing. You don't give an abortion by bludgeoning someone to death no. with a, you know, in the head. Right. So a lot of people think she's a target of a conspiracy. Right. Uh, the, the king owed her money. That one doesn't work because after her husband died. Doesn't owe her money. Uh doesn't owe her any money. It's yeah. all her sons. Right. The, and he's a baby. He's so a, he can't ask for money. Right. And it honestly, if he wants the money back, if he wants it to not be a deal, like if he wants their land, the thing to do is to, like, convict them of treason. Yeah. And that's much easier. Totally. You uh, can completely make up that they're being treasonous in any way you want, and it's pretty easy. And, and honestly, you no need... No one's going to question you. You need to do it to the whole family, not just, like, the one isolated widow that isn't in charge of anything Right, anymore. like, they went out of their way with, like, the convent plan to, like, try to, like, keep the rest of the family in the good graces. Yeah. Which, yeah, that doesn't make sense, if that's the plan. Uh, everything about her arrest was legal and fair. Like, people say, oh, well, they tortured people. It's like, that was legal. Right. That was legal at the time. Well, and not only that, too, but, like, also when you said, like, they don't have a trial. And I was like, well, yeah, they caught her doing it. So it's like, I, like, nowadays you still need a trial. But, like, you know, what, 500 years ago, it's like, no, just, like, put her away. (laughs) You know she did it. And really, if they caught her and they wanted to punish her to the full extent of the law... They could have just killed her. Sure. But because he's protecting the family, that's really the only conspiracy mm. theory. And it's not involving her as much as it is him protecting the rest of the family. Right. Because if she's disgraced, the so rest of they. the yeah, the rest of the family's gonna lose 
like all their money and all their land and their titles. Right. It's, so it stains your name and yeah. Ruins if you, you just lock her up, then she just becomes like legally insane. She's like whatever, and she just dies in a hole, and right. everyone forgets about her. And the interesting thing—that's what the English do. Uh, just put them in a room. And here's the reason why I think that it's not really a conspiracy, like almost more than anything else, is that if there's anything you can count on, it's people being selfish. And her rights were technically violated because she didn't get a trial. Mm -hmm. Uh, And none of the other nobles came to her defense. Right. No one was like, hey, she has rights as a noble. Everyone's like, sure, lock her up. Yeah, I mean, she probably killed most of their daughters. Which uh, (laughs) suggests to me it might have even been like an open secret amongst the nobles. Mm -hmm. Which is like, ooh, now it's bad. Yeah. The uh, the family being on board with it, it's like, I think they probably knew. No, yeah. I think everyone knew. I mean, either they knew or, like, either they knew actually what was happening or they knew something was going on. Yeah. And I it mean, was yeah. like, I don't want to pry because I don't want to know. Yeah. You know the way, like, your old... Like crotchety uh, mom gets when she's watching the news and she starts shouting racist things and mm. going on about how it used to be and how she used to beat the help and stuff. It's like that, but uh, no one's gonna arrest her. I wouldn't say that's probably most people's moms. Maybe like your yeah. grandma, like your grandma, but <laughs> you know, someone who's like in their fifth, someone who's in their fifties and like above, they can get away with anything and they know it. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think it's a conspiracy. She just, she was completely within her role as a a mother at the time. Like, no one's getting upset with her because she's some kind of, like, radical woman getting outside of her lane. And I think she killed, she just killed a lot of people. And I think the mistake is assuming that other nobles weren't also doing this. She just happened to do it too much. Well, and she did it to yeah. the wrong people. Too much to the wrong people, and um, and in my opinion, I don't think legally, but in my opinion, with far too much fervor. Right. Like, far too much enjoyment. You, you torture, like, one or two or ten peasant girls with your husband. And, I mean, that's, that, like, who doesn't? That's just, like, couple bonding time. That's your legal right as a noble. Yeah. Uh, but if you kill like 80 plus minor aristocracy girls uh then and you know and like maybe the king owes you money that's not the point but they're not gonna ignore it no it's not like you're his best buddy and he's gonna like look the other way for you right that's the thing it's like at a certain point you know once he's getting complaints from people about it and about how they can't get their daughters back yeah like you can't ignore it so, like, in, in a way, you're forcing him to punish you or, like, right. to do something. Yeah. So, denying her a trial was a, a, minor a, vi- kindness. a minor violation of rights, but honestly, a kindness and yeah. a purposeful political move by her family and people sympathetic to her family to save face. I mean, yeah. Think about that. I mean, with like, if, if it's in your own, like, personal family, if just, like, your sibling happens to be crazy, it's right. like, and you're going to get punished for it. Of course you're going to be like, please, anything. Ooh, we should cover this up. Just keep it hush-hush. But, no, I mean, like, when, yeah, when you talk to the, like, government that you're like you're like you know lawyers you're like oh, any right. way that we can make a deal so that it doesn't yeah. hurt me when i didn't do anything we had no idea she's so crazy <sighs> right now 
It's, wow. I mean, yeah. Oof. But, I mean, even if they knew, it's like, that's not their fault. Like, what are they going to do about it? They're going to be like, hey, don't murder some people. She's right. going to kill them. <laughs> right, she's going to kill like, them. What? <laughs> of course. Uh, it's nothing you can bring up. And, you know, ironically, the family ends up being discredited anyway, just because it's mm. so freaking infamous. Right. I think they end up immigrating to Poland. That'd be the smart thing to do. By the time they come back, like, the name is ruined, so it doesn't matter. Change your name. Yeah. Some interesting uh, closing remarks. There's always a high focus, like we said, on her beauty and her vanity, uh, which makeup was a big thing at the time. Like, uh, Like, there was a huge boom of it around the world, which we know because... Right. That's like, um, we're in, like, Elizabethan times, right? Um, Ish. early modern, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm like, they're wearing a butt ton of makeup. Butt ton of makeup. All that lead. And we know because, like, the church is vocal about how much they hate it. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, these women wearing makeup. Oh, they look like clowns. Uh, but in less urbanized places like Hungary, it probably, instead of just, like, shipping it out to them from, you know, a big city, they'd probably just make it right there locally and use sure. it quickly. So that's more occasions to beat your maid for not mixing it right. Uh-huh. And also the face mixture is made of white lead. Right, which makes you nuts. Which makes you, like, crazy. Yeah. So another thing to consider. Mm-hmm. If you already have sadistic uh, inclinations and you have complete power over dehumanized subjects, it's a bad combination. Lead poisoning will not help. It, yeah, it's not going to, like, super help you. Craft, uh, who we mentioned before... Her uh, hypoth- her theory is that Elizabeth suffered from, like, an anxiety or nervous disorder mm. that kind of, like, triggered her to torture more often if she was feeling stressed, which I'm like, I okay. don't... I mean, whatever. It's, I, I mean, mean, all serial killers have an itch, but I don't think it, like, super matters if it's right. stress. I mean, yeah, that sounds more like it's some sort of... Um, Like, if I'm going to say it's a disorder of any kind, I'm like, that sounds like some sort of, you know, like, sadistic version of, like, obsessive-compulsive disorder. Right. She has an obsession and then the compulsion to do something and then you do it. But, like, that might not even be true. It might just be that she just likes hurting people. I think she's just She likes it. It's, for the most part, acceptable to do. Yeah. Uh, like, nobles are expected to punish their servants if they don't do something right. Right. She just uh, takes it too far really all the time. enjoys it. And likes it. Yeah. Right. That's the thing. Like, I, it's so weird for me because I'm so empathetic that, like, thinking about hurting someone else and not feeling bad is, like, ununderstandable to me. <laughs> Right. I would feel so horrible. It's because they're not people. They're not people anymore. I just... They're, they're just a resource. They're just a walking, talking, non-human. I mean, I know that's true, but at the same time, like... It's it's terrible. I mean, but there's a reason that, you know, she's so uh, infamous, and part of that is just because she's really having a great time right. doing it. Whereas it's, most people are just like, I have... like, And I don't think that they're like really nice to their serfs or whatever but it's more like uh i have or i have to do this so that they'll do what they're supposed to do right you know it's like when you spank your kids it's like okay mm-hmm. you did the bad and the only way i can teach you is to do this right 
and like not as nice, I, I would say, as like spanking your kids, even though I don't think that's very nice. But with the same like I feel like idea in their mind mm-hmm. or like he's like with a dog or something yeah it's like if the dog is doing the bad thing you hit him on the nose with a newspaper to teach him not to do it mm-hmm. but like she's not doing that <laughs> she, she's putting so much thought into it <clears throat> she's and she's and doing it till they die that's the other thing like most of, I think most noblemen even if they don't like love their servants are like well if I kill them I have to get new ones right and you're not supposed to kill them right and so they're when like, her, like when her husband's there it's like don't like kill him right. honey like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think they learned their lesson. Yeah. We have to train another one mm-hmm. again. But, like, she starts killing him. She's like, I can get away with this. It's, like, not a big deal. I mean, and it, and it might have been in some ways, too, like, a grief response, you know? Like, with mm-hmm. her husband dying. Yeah. Because, like, if, if she's letting her husband kind of control what she's doing and she's, like, this violent. Right. I'm like, I feel, and you said, like, they had a pretty, like, decent relationship. Like, she probably did really love him or, like, care it's, about him. It's so interesting, too, because he's gone so much for at, for war. Right. So she's left administering the estate by herself a lot. Right. But it's, like, I'm assuming... It doesn't like happen the, earlier just because she knows, like, he's going to know and get upset. <laughs> right. There's the specter of higher authority. Right. Um, but I'm also like, you know, if she, like, really didn't want him around, she could have gotten rid of him. Power corrupts. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, uh, it's a scary thing. Very. Well, and, and it's like that. Like, she lost her husband, so she lost her, like, controlling force. And then she, like, lends all this money and then and then ends up they don't have any money anymore. And then she's got to take out her stress somewhere, I guess. Right. She's All she's got now is a castle and 17 villages of poor people. And just pushes her over the deep end. How what? old was she when she was doing this? Uh, most of it was... Let me look at the dates. So she's 54 when she dies. Right. When does she die? Let's look. You said she was born in, like, 1560? If I remember. Let's see. Died sixteen fourteen, and her husband dies in sixteen oh nine. Okay. So it's she's pretty old when he dies. Yeah. So she's like late, uh, and like the real murders happen when she's pretty old, like mid mid forties, late forties. Okay. Two fifties through her fifties. I was wondering if it might have been that she was like schizophrenic. And it, like, mm-hmm. it shows up when you're, like, in your uh, late 20s. So, no. Yeah, she probably might have not. been already. <laughs> Who can yeah. say? Who can say? I wish we knew how many, like, mental disorders uh, historical people had. Sorry to say, I learned a lot about uh, epilepsy among nobles. Mm-hmm. Because it's interesting because they are all aware of it because it is genetic. Yeah. So they have to be aware of it. But they're all like, don't tell the peasants because it's going to freak them out. Which is hilarious to me because they're like, they completely understand that it's not like a demonic witchcrafty they, thing. They know it's like a scientific They know it's like a natural, thing. like, like you know, like a bloodborne genetic thing. Right. Even if they don't have the words to describe they, they it that way. they figured it out. But they know the peasants are stupid and they're just like, just don't tell them. Interesting. Like, there's such an interesting, like, uh, lack of knowledge and, like, I don't know, economic divide there yeah. with knowledge. Totally. It's interesting. Yeah. So that's uh, Elizabeth Bathory, who I believe still holds the Guinness record for uh, most, quote-unquote, successful serial killer. Yay. 
Yay. <laughs> Spooky. If you Google her, you know, you know, you Google like uh, Google. someone, it'll be like, oh, such and such famous baseball player. It'll be like Hungarian serial killer. Hungarian murder queen. <laughs> murder monster queen. Happy Halloween. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, that's what I got. It's not quite as scary as flesh-eating pineapple, but, <laughs> you know, I try. <laughs> I really try, man. It's not as scary. <laughs> this has been Hysterical History. We're a podcast about funny history. Hey, you um, just listened to the hilarious times in oh, Hungary. Also, I'm Haley, and that's Alexis. And that's me. Yeah. And we have an email. If you want to email us, at hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com. We, you can also leave us a review on iTunes or on Stitcher, and that would be awesome sauce. But if you don't, we love you. And and, and we are we are reading your emails about, like, episode suggestions, but we're taking a break to do spooky stuff. Yes. we It's, it's the spooky time, so we got to do the spooky scaries. Yeah. But if you do have spooky ideas, feel free to email them, uh, yeah. and we might have time. And I mean, we can do them whenever. Yeah. Spooky. It's, I I'm into horror movies. It's always a good time. Yeah. Um Spoopy Sperry Spell Pens. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.